Gotta remember this too. Uh, on, I'm gonna go one, two, three. Snap to your respective cameras. Oh. Uh, one, two, three. Ooh, that was synchronized. All right. Uh, welcome to the downside with Jamarco Sarezi. I'm here with my co-host Russell Daniels. You okay? Yeah. A little loud I for think you? My my level is too loud. I'm, it feels like you're screaming. Okay. In my well, face. we're using this take. Ari Finling is our <laughs> guest today. Stand-up comedian. Uh, Ari Finling, thank you for joining The Downside. Thank you for having me. My level's perfect. Oh, good. One, two, three. Downside. 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 You're listening to The Downside. The Downside. With Gianmarco Cerezi. Who is hot? Woo! Hot Nelly. day. Uh, we are uh, recording this a little bit early, but I'm sure it's still hot when this comes out. Uh, this is the day before uh, JFK is about to do a parade in Texas, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to go to that and see how it goes. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for being here, Ari. We'll get to you in a second. I'm having, I'm having, I'm having a, a tough. What? This is gonna... <laughs> What's wrong? So it was a uh, Tova's Tova's birthday, my yep. girlfriend's birthday. This last Sunday, and you know there was there was things with uh, you know I sh- I uh, I took a spot I shouldn't have taken during a time frame I shouldn't have taken it, which I'm sure uh, I can I can talk to, to Ari about. Uh, on you took it on her birthday. It's more complicated than that. It, no, it was it on the the date of her birthday. It was it was I I thought an arrangement had changed where another part of the time I was supposed to keep open. And I was okay to do a spot the other time. And, I, and all the funds from this show went to a very nice dinner and a very nice breakfast. And, but. Did you let her know that? Well, <laughs> there was a, there was a, they, so I'm, shut up. I, I like, listen, okay. What? I know. I, I, that's just so funny that you, wh- what time of the show did you think would be okay to do? In the prime time of hanging out, going to dinner, that sort of thing. I, I want to. Did you have like a morning show? I want to be careful because, you know, this is. Unfair. Uh, Tova doesn't really get to share her. Uh, oh no, I'm not. I would. There's no scenario where I'm not taking Tova's side. So <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually doing her podcast after this. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was. It was like oh, there would be a, an event the night before, and if yeah, originally I was gonna take the birthday off, but then the night before Saturday night, that became something important. So it was like okay, you can take a gig on Sunday, and so mm-hmm. I took a. We see there. There we go. Oh, oh, there's Marco. my foolish. That you was not the, a real offer. The, you yeah, thought you the big know. friends yeah, thing it's a that she thing. arranged was going to be adequate for you to take off. She. I was given permission. Here's the thing. I was given permission to take a spot. I think that was it was a, a on Saturday. No, no, I'm, no. I was supposed to be there for Saturday, and then Sunday, which was the birth, the actual birthday day, I could take. I. She said I could. I, I could do a spot if it came up. Okay. I took a midday spot. I thought, oh, it's like in the park. It was like some New York laughs event at 2 p.m. But in fact, that was even worse because she wanted the day together. See, I'm actually on your side here, and I didn't think I would be. (laughs) Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come on. I mean, we can't block off the whole day. Two days, See, really. Two days. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's you crazy. Very okay. much. I'm. I'm gonna. Here's the thing. I don't have. I don't have. I'm not a stand up. So uh, I can see what you're saying. I can see how you maybe thought there'd be an hour where that's okay. Uh-huh. And I. And it does feel better that it's in the afternoon and not in the evening. But that's why I was wrong. The that, evening would have been better. Ooh, that seems. That's where I was incorrect. Yeah, no, I know. Well, no, okay. One thing going against the evening is it is a Sunday night, so maybe you know 
you're less inclined because Monday work. I don't know. I, I think I, I, uh, I, I take, feel like I have to take Tova's side because I don't want three of us not taking her side. And I, take and I do think you too. should just it's take it Ari off. versus everyone else right now. <laughs> I take Tova's side. I, so I just, you know, we went to, she went to the show. It was in the park and I got the whole group of 80 year olds. I was hosting to say happy birthday, oh, Tova. Oh, you were hosting? And that made up for everything. Oh, John uh, Hosting. Hosting. Uh, it wasn't that, like almost wasn't as bad as doing gig. a check spot on her birthday. <laughs> kidding. So kidding. I was, uh, I'm trying to get her like a gift and it's very hard. She's an excellent gift giver. But people kept giving her things that she thought I had given her. So like you, we have this joke. I have this big head of my face, and she puts it in her window. And uh, so someone sent her a big head of her face, and she thought I must have gotten it because what a smart, cute gift for me to get her the thing that we always joke about all the time. So she called me. She'd be like, "I think I opened your birthday gift," oh, and no. then she was so like, and I was like, I had to. I, for a second, I thought, I'm gonna claim it's me. I'm gonna claim that. I did send this, in fact, but no, it was a friend of hers. And then she always thinks she finds, she, she believes some spirit is, is always leaving dimes for her. Dimes? Dimes. And so she kept finding dimes, and she texts me. She's like, did you leave a dime? She kept thinking like I was like playing a long game with dimes. So I kept having to refute her that, no, I am not thinking of you or giving things to you. Also, if, John if Marco, you the dimes one, no one would have been trying to claim that. You could have <laughs> yeah, easily said that that one was you. Yeah, it's also like that's her level of what you're gonna give her is a is a a, 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 a big <laughs> head of her dimes. face and dimes. You on the dare ground. go my my sweet sweet boy. You leaving dimes around the house for me? Oh, so so then I decide she dated a guy once who gave her jewelry that had coordinates of where they met, and I always yes. joke about how ugh, I'm not the romantic guy. So I thought I know what I'll do. I'll do nickels. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll like do. I'll, I'll get her jewelry with. It's gonna come out after I give this to her, so it's okay. I'll give her jewelry with coordinates on it. But I wanted to make it jokey. We have a jokey relationship, so I decided in the moment that I would do the coordinate. She always joked that she saw me record my stand-up comedy special, Shelf Life of Elp, on Amazon and Spotify, <laughs> and uh, she she said. That she went there before we were dating. She wanted to lose her crush on me. She wanted to see me do stand-up. And hopefully I would be bad enough that she'd go, ugh, I don't want to touch that. That that What's what's the Jewish for penis? Uh, Schwanz? Yeah, Schwanz. I don't want to touch the Schwanz. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of Jewish names for penis, but Schwanz is one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and she saw me and then, you know. The rest is history. She should have gone on the show I saw. So <laughs> she went to the second taping this week. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she um show so I was like, I know, I'll get the coordinates of where she first saw me do stand up comedy. That's a funny, funny gift. That's a funny You're gift. Cruising for a bruising, yeah. buddy. <laughs> so he really is. So I, I like get it. I think it's funny. I run it by a friend of hers, a close friend. She thinks it's funny too. Uh and then, like, the day of, then we have, you know, this talk about stand-up comedy and our relationship and time. And I was like, this is looking like an increasingly bad joke to make for the birthday gift. Yeah. So, day of, I'm like, oh, I should do the coordinates of where we always meet on the corner between our two apartments. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, mid-birthday, I'm like, hey, so you're not getting your gift today. And 
I cannot get a refund. It's not the most expensive thing in the world, but it's it's something. Yeah. And I'm just literally going to buy a new one and give it to her. What are you and, gonna do with the yeah, old what's one? What's the old one? I really don't know. Throw it out. <laughs> I mean who will, I mean yeah, no, I know. Does she if, listen? If she doesn't listen to this podcast. She, I think she does. Okay. She listens. So she's going to know but that. But no, no, I, this is going to come out after I've given it to her. Got it, got but it. But she's going to know. She'll this know is my way of letting her know that like, I got her two gifts, trash. kind of. That, well, if anyone wants it, if anyone saw Shelf Life, maybe this is like a really like big memorabilia. But here's what's worse. So the coordinates, there are only so many coordinates that fit on this piece of jewelry. And I was like, oh, we'll just round up. It's not even accurate. We'll just round up. <laughs> oh my God. So I looked up, I, I, as I was figuring out the new piece of jewelry and checking the new coordinates and making sure everything's right, I look up the coordinates that I had done. And with the rounding up, it's somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. So it is not even shelf life where I recorded it. It's not the corner we lived in. It is just a place in the middle of the water. Can I give you a piece of advice? <laughs> and that's where Let me get gonna... from. Listen, I've been in a relationship a long time. I'm married. I got a kid. I'll give you a piece of advice. When you are buying somebody a gift and you're at the point where you are looking up coordinates, it's the wrong gift. Also, this is a stolen think... idea from an ex. No, no, but the idea, I know, it's the an point is she doesn't it's think I'm romantic. It's an she doesn't joke. think I'm romantic. Yes. And and I am not. I don't believe romance is for people who cheat. I'm not a romantic. Interesting. Well, you, of course, I understand yes. the logic. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying a lot of the men who do a lot of the things, I think they're either covering up their tracks or it's virtue signaling. Or they're it's virtue signaling, relationship virtue signaling. That's, I like that. Or you know, maybe they are so moved. Maybe they are so romantic. You know what happens with that with the romantic impulses when they're alone in an elevator with someone else? They find hot. They have sex and they cheat. Mm. Anyone who's a romantic, I don't know about that. You consider yourself romantic? I think uh, times, but I, I feel like whenever it's, I feel it comes from a genuine thing. It's not all the time for sure, but I feel like I've had gen, genuine impulses to like do a nice gesture. To What's be the most like, romantic thing you've done for Nicole? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Put on the spot. I don't know. What do you mean? You you buy you write a poem. No, you write a sketch God, for no, her. No, 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 nothing like that. Nothing like that. What's no. the most romantic thing you've done for your wife? I uh, get a couple surprise parties with like her friends that she didn't expect. I See, but that's not in. romance to me. Romance to me is like something about like. This is what you mean to me, or your beauty. Okay, I'll tell you the oh, most but romantic. I, okay. but see, that's you have a different definition of 100%. romance. Oh, I don't All think right. that's romance. I think I I can do the party. I think I like do the thoughtful, things. like 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 for instance, when Nicole came into town Sunday night, she got in late. I had like made a big nice dinner, like cultivated a favorite cocktail. So like did a thing like, so yeah, like yeah. when she came home, everything, all, everything for the week, I bought all the groceries for the week. I did the like everything was like ready, like in a way of like, things are going to be easy for you the next few days yes. you were traveling. And I prepared this I really think it's nice very sweet. thing. So I feel like that's a romantic thing, even though it's just being a decent human being. But yes. I, Ian, I think you're thinking, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Tell me way. if this is romantic. If you define this as romantic, I would define this as romantic, okay? First weekend away from with my wife when she was my girlfriend. We go up to uh, Woodstock. We get a hotel room. We go to like a dive pizza place. Great. We get stoned. I get way too stoned and think the FBI is outside the hotel room. Good. It was bad. We get, en we get engaged in my apartment. I proposed to her, and then I... I rented a car and we, I didn't tell where we were going and we went back up to Woodstock. I got the same hotel room that we are in. We ate at yes, the same pizza yes. place. 
Surprise! You got, you got just as high. You thought the just was still... This time on uh, crack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our, I think our things are so similar. I yeah. when I proposed, I did uh, our very first date where we had our first kiss. I like recreated the first part of the night and then threw like a surprise party for our friends. Yeah, you read the same like, blog same that I did. Thing. So yeah, if yeah. I like, if I like. Got the same audience for the same yes, comedy special yes, yes, and yes, performed yes. the exact same set. Yes, That's exactly yes. what we're saying. Totally. 17 years from now. Um, well, welcome. <laughs> you're ready to propose. This is the downside. Uh, uh, if you're new and you somehow made it this far, great. Oh. Uh, this is a show where we, we again, we we break down the, the things in society. They have, oh, romance. We say no. We say What's yes. underneath here? We, we find the negatives. We celebrate. There's a there seems to be a lot of Jews that we interview, including today. There's a there's a Jewish underbelly mm. to this to this podcast. I don't know if I should use that term underbelly. No, well, like, no, 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 no. There's a Jewish a lining, a beautiful silver lining. This is a this is a podcast for people who love to complain, Ugh. and and I'm I'm so happy. I've I love doing this podcast, and I hope you're digging it. Just so you know, we have uh we have videos. I think we're gonna start releasing full videos of every episode, uh on on YouTube. Just look up my name, Jamarco Sarezi, and even better, if you really love this show, join the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/downside. And you get two bonus episodes a month with video of all that. You get special little goodies. It's a good time. It's it's. I need I need help. I need to pay producers to help and someday pay Russell so he can do more romantic gifts than prepare the drink she yeah, likes. It's, it's okay. kind of like he just cleaned the apartment. No, right? no, 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 no. Okay, I was. It was more than that. I, I felt like I, I really. It was like a four course meal. It was a thing with different drinks with each pairing. You know, it You're was like, a real there thing. There was coleslaw. That was no. number one. There was. I got ketchup, yeah. but not just the regular ketchup. I got the mayo chip. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think I we went to a nice breakfast. We went to a nice dinner. I I have work to do. I come from uh, two loveless households. I did not have many role models in terms of mm. uh, uh, loving gestures, and I think I did an okay job. First birthday out. And uh, the sky is the limit, or we'll see. we won't make it to number two. So we'll see. Ari. What a pivot. We're, I, I'm so happy to have you. I've Me wanted too. to have you. I, uh, you. You are a stand-up comedian, mm -hmm. uh, and, and you make very funny videos and TikToks, and, and you write. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. were about to be the writer of a, of a network show before COVID hit. Before are we allowed COVID? to speak about that? Of course, yeah. You, right before COVID hit, what did you have? I was writing on a show on E, a late night show on E, that got picked up for 14 episodes, and we were ready to go. We shot one episode, we were about to shoot the second episode, and COVID hit. We started writing from home for like three weeks, and then they were like, fuck it. Oh. And we just got shit canned. So in a way, COVID affected you the worst. The worst. More than anybody else. More than Tom Hanks. More than somebody's <laughs> grandmother. Your yeah. grandmother, right? No. Somebody's grandmother. Oh, Aton's grandmother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just bringing up other people's dead grandmas. This, this could be a long... Listen. Like in the New York Times article of everyone oh, listed. Sure. Yeah, list. let's, it's like 9-11. Let's just read the names out for oh three hours. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. I mean, that must have sucked. It sucked. It was, yeah. the, it was horrible. I mean, every... You know, when you're... Not that it was my first thing, but it felt like, you know, the first, like bigger thing yeah. that I had gotten. And uh, it's just like, what 
Like, what are the fucking odds? Like, I would have no problem if they would have canceled us because we fucking sucked. Yeah. I would have loved that. That would have been great. I would have been like, ah, fuck the network. You know, we're fucking better. Whatever. But this is like a freak once in a billion cancellation. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the first fucking thing. And it it sucked. And like coming out of like, uh, like the six months prior, like I had my kid... I got dropped from my manager. I'm so sorry. Two weeks after having my kid. Oh, oh. wait, did the manager know about the kid? Of course. Oh, what'd they say? Did they? Monstrous. Uh, I mean, they can't say that that was it. No, I think, well, I mean, listen, when a comedian has a kid, more often than not, it's bad news for the comedy career. Because. Really? I think that that's people's perceptions of people having kids. I also feel like there's the opposite of like, oh, this comedian's needs to make it happen now. I mean, that's what, that's kind of what happened to me. I kicked my ass in gear. It was great. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. Um, so, but no, she was like, I, we want different things. Like I, at that time I was making, I hadn't even gotten the writing job yet. I was making all my money from like road dates and stand up and that kind of stuff. And she just didn't care about stand up really. Mm. And it's not it a was, lot of money in it. No, you have to be, there's like eight people that make yeah. serious money. Like, fuck you money in stand-up in the world. Yeah. It's very tough. It's like, like I, you know, I have a stand-up agent person, but, like, there's, like, a level of gig that I'd love to do. I'd love to headline Bumblefucks in mm. New Jersey. And they're like, Bumblefucks we don't, is good. We don't, we don't even, ha we don't know who runs Bumblefucks because our commission would be $20. Right. So that's very scary. Yeah. Two weeks is really rough. Yeah. I hadn't Did you even bring like, the baby to her and say no, no. It was over the baby. phone. I mean, listen, we were friends. Like, I, I don't. I honestly don't have that much animosity because we were not right for each other. Sure. And you know, when you like get, it's kind of like when you start dating somebody. My biggest attraction to a woman when I was in my late teens, early twenties, was that she was attracted to me. That was it. She could have been a horrible person, looked like Adolf Hitler, and as long as she was into me, I would have been like, mm -hmm. well, I'll try it out. And that's like what it was with like a, with representation. If they like liked me, I was like, okay, I'll go with them for, until I have a better option. Uh -huh. And it just wasn't working out. So it was like, uh, it was a shitty in the moment, but then it was like, this is the right decision. Now, when you had this kid, yeah, were you, were you scared as a, a stand-up comedian? I mean, oh, horrific. What did your wife do? She's a career advisor. At a college, good, at a university. Good job? Good, but not a high paying. I see. And did she advise you on your career? <laughs> so she hired me. She was the recruiter at a company that I used to work for. She hired me for the job that I took. That was how we met. And she, there were times where, like, in our relationship, she would, like, be mad about how much money I made. And I'm like, motherfucker, you negotiated against me. What the fuck are you talking about? You're happy. I'm like, and I was making decent money. And she's like, well, it'd be nice if you could make more money. I'm like, you told me I shouldn't when you hired me. So wait, what was the job that you had? I used to work for Model Sporting Goods. Okay. okay. At their office. I've shopped there many times. Yeah, not anymore. They, they're all burnt down. Are they all gone? Did yeah, they go gone. completely? Yeah, it went belly up. Oh, fuck. So I got fired. I got fired from that. I'm skipping around. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's fine. What was your job at Models? I was a buyer. You were a buyer, so you bought like bulk shorts. I bought, I did all the license stuff. Okay. So uh, I did all the license stuff for eight years. Then in 2018, comedy was going pretty good. And I'm like, I'm going to quit this job. I don't want to fucking do it anymore. 
And they're like, don't quit. And I'm like, I hate, I don't want to work here. You're like, you're a tough negotiator. Fine. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're like, please don't quit. We need you. I'm like, I, it has nothing to do with you guys. Like, I don't want to work this job anymore. It's not just you. Like, I don't want to do, I don't want to be in this industry. And they're like, is there any way you can stay? I go, okay, how about this? I'll work three days a week. And they're like, I don't know if that's going to work. I'm like, cut my salary in half. I'll work three days a week. And they're like, okay, fine. So I did that for two years. I worked mm. three days a week, two years. It was great. I took as much road work as I wanted. It was fucking freeing. And then in February, they were going out of business. I get fired. I have a, uh, Fawn can attest to this because I had a, I got fired Fawn the Sullivan, morning. our producer. I got I fired the morning of one of her shows. I went on stage, had a like full breakdown would, but like a fu- super funny breakdown. Yeah, you're good at that. So that was like on a Wednesday. Thursday, I go to Wisconsin. And on my flight to Wisconsin, I get a call from Nikki and to, they hired me on that show. Nikki Two Glazer, days later. Yeah. Who okay. was the writer of the E! Show. Yeah. The, the oh, star of the okay. E! Show. Two days later. Crazy turn of events. Yeah. Oh, so you were fired that recently. I was fired from what? Models? Yeah. February 2020. 2020. Wow. And oh then, my God. What a. Wow. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, it's fine. I have this show. And then like, I literally, I was like, okay, I, they, I was going to give two weeks. And then two days later, I get this other job and I couldn't even, because I had to start the writing. Yeah. Room. So I didn't even get, I didn't even stay the two weeks. I stayed like two days. Holy shit. Yeah. Are you scared? You have this daughter. How's your daughter now? She's going to be two in September. Two in September. Like, uh, is it a scary thing to you? Like Comedically like, or as a father, I think I'll give you both. I think as like as like you know, stand up comedy like has these huge ups and downs. Yeah, and like I I only think of it in terms of myself. Sure. And like if I have to reduce my meals so they're very basic, like I can do that. I can uh-huh. make them boring. I can strap in the belt. Yeah. But with a kid, and it's harder. Cool. So I think this is what convinced me to have a kid. At every point in my life with comedy. I had these fears of uh, is X, Y, or Z going to affect my comedy? So when I was single, I was like, okay, if I get into a relationship, it's going to fuck with comedy. Uh-huh. That never happened. I got into a relationship. There was no issue. Then I was like, okay, well, if I move in with her, that's really going to fuck up my comedy. Didn't happen. If I get engaged, didn't happen. Married, didn't happen. So I'm like, every time I've been scared of it's going to affect comedy, it's never come to fruition. Mm. So I'm like, f- whatever, fuck it. I, 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 it's, it's a, it was a huge leap of faith. I mean, it's still sure. fucking scary. It's not like you're doing well at the casino and we're like, all right, leave, yeah, push leave. My you're doing so well. And then you're like, no, put I'm it on all a on red. Yeah. Put it all on baby. <laughs> put it all on baby, yeah. And uh, But it's fucking hot. I mean, it is exhausting. It's, it's fucking tough. I can't even imagine... Uh, being a woman, like in general, being a woman, but being a mother and trying to be a comedian is an impossible task. Any mother, any comedian who is a mother deserves uh, a, an HBO special every year and the Congressional Medal of Freedom. I mean, it's insane how much, how fucking hard it is on that. You see those, uh, there's some comedian, she'd always, she'd wear her baby on stage. Really? Yeah, she'd like put like, you know, the... the Bjorn? Like yeah, a, yeah. The like Bjorn. a real one though? Yeah, no, it was real. That was like no, that's a, a weird prop act. Just like a bit, just a fake baby. <laughs> Being a mother's tough. Yeah. Um. Well, you're you're you you had the baby with lots of time quarantining. Do you think that was nice that you like stand up right. was over, so you got to like 
better. It seems like that first year. I don't know what's the toughest. I just saw my friend Lindsay and their kid is like two. Yeah. And this, the energy. And this kid was moving in a way where I'm like, you're going to die. Every time he, he was jumping and climbing and I was oh, like, yeah. you don't, you don't yeah. understand your mortality. And there's corners everywhere. They don't care. The world they, is filled with corners. They have no inhibitions. They are just like, my daughter will just, if she were standing on the couch, she would just jump off face plant into the ground and not think anything wrong of it. All I, the time. I did the work, like, uh, playing with this kid, and, like, he just wanted me to chase him for a, a fair, long time, a, yeah. A very long time, back and forth, this one hallway. Yeah. And at some point, you know, I, I like, pull his feet, and, like, rookie move, like, I, I pull his feet while he's, like, on the ground, and his head smacks back into the floor, and I'm like, it's oh, no, I've killed The worst killed noise, right? The oh, worst noise. With thud. That, like, dink, it's fucking And he, he was, like, traveling, he was like, mommy... Mommy and I was like, oh no, oh no, they're gonna be mad at me. They didn't give a shit. No, I mean, when you're like, when they're so young, you're scared. You don't know what to do. But then once your kid like bangs the shit out of their head like ten or fifteen times, you're like, it doesn't fucking matter. The yeah. kids' are, heads are so hard. It's nobody talks about that. How hard kids' heads are. You <laughs> could be, bang it off with of a fucking about, bus. I think it'd be sketchy if you brought about a party. Do you guys know how hard a kid's head is? <laughs> Watch I've been this. dropping them. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all right, I could. Where, where did you? Where were you born? Jersey, Jersey, Ridgewood, New Jersey, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And any downsides to growing up in Ridgewood, New Jersey? I didn't grow up in Ridgewood. I grew up in Fairlawn, New Jersey, which is the next town over, and <laughs> I fucking hated it growing up. Why? Because I had no friends. Mm. Why do you think that is? Because I, multiple reasons. One, I was uh, uh, made fun of mercifully, mercilessly, Mercif mercilessly, mercilessly, not mercifully. What about mercifully? That's not even a word. That's even longer than mercilessly. I mean, I know it's longer, but is it the contextual right word? Mercifully, mercifully. No, that's not a word. Mercilessly. Mercilessly. Yes, mercilessly. Mercilessly. Cut that. It doesn't sound like um, a real word anymore. <laughs> right? It sounds like super Californian. Who are you made fun of? Um, were there Jews there? There were Jews, but most of my friends were not Jewish. I had like Jewish uh, Hebrew school friends like growing up, but once I got to like middle school, I was hanging out with like, the, I was in the cool crew. Mm. But then I, I had a huge falling out. What happened? I got. Uh, Long this is a long story, so I'll make it as short as possible. I know you have a. I know we're on a six-hour podcast, but I, it, <laughs> but it's like I'm not gonna give you the whole thing, okay? Okay. Uh, so I go to this. Uh, I go to a um, sleepover. Okay, my friends and I back as most we probably all did when we were in middle school. You f you make little sketches, you film stuff, dumb I'm, videos. I'm so nervous right now. Right. I don't know what's gonna happen. Okay. So we used to have this sketch, reoccurring sketch that we would film and show nobody, but we would just film them called, uh, it was like a, a talk show, like a Jerry uh, Springer type talk show. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they, uh, I'm, a, I'm like a, a, a panelist on this talk show. They bring me out. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, they all start duct taping me to this uh, chair. Like duck, like, uh, like I was like a terrorist being waterboarded. And... Out of nowhere, I had no idea, and then uh, you relax. I'm fine. I, I'm okay? stressed. I, I know, but you guys like are both looking at me like I pulled my dick out. Like, 
<laughs> it's fine. We're, we're looking at you like, uh, put the duct tape away. Don't do that bit. <laughs> don't do, do that bit. Please don't do that bit. Please don't do that bit. Please don't do that bit. So uh, they're like, du- all, all of my best friends are like duct taping me. And it's not like fun. Fun. Are no, you yelling? Stop. Screaming. Oh, screaming God. my. Okay. So finally, the, uh, I from all of my, you know, screaming, I wake up his mother and I like run home. Like I lived a couple blocks away. I like run home. Did she cut you out or like, how did yeah, you they stay? Like, how, how old exactly? Middle school? 12, 13, okay, somewhere yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. Eighth grade. Um, and apparently what the plan was, it was, it was January. They were going to not waterboard me, but pour water on me and then push me outside and leave me outside. What the right. was the temperature? Fuck. January. So cold. January, freezing. Yeah. So, what? and they filmed the whole thing. Why? Kids are fucked up. I don't know. So. They filmed. So the mom comes down. She grabs scissors or there's enough room to rip it off of you. I mean, I, I don't remember the exact I tension this, on the tape. But it was a traumatizing event. Of course. So, yeah. so, so you, you said you, you escaped. Ran home. Escaped. You ran home. Yeah, I went was home. Was mom yelling at these kids? Like, is she like, what the no. fuck is wrong did, with you? Did you tell your parents? Did you? I told my parents like maybe later, later the next day, maybe like five o'clock the next day. Cause I was just like, I did was like, what just fucking happened? Yeah. These are my best friends. Like, where did that come from? And they like, imagine going to school the next Monday. I mean, yeah. I was like fucked beyond repair. And were you guys like prankstery friends or was this a Not strange like move? That. It was like a, a big jackass leap. type. It was like, if like, okay, let's make a video of everybody, uh, ball tapping people and then the next video is Johnny Knoxville kills Bam Margera's father like it was just like a big leap in yeah. logic okay so g- going to school the next Monday was like fucking hard so if they like I was made fun of like for that from that eighth grade until like junior of high school like made the next fun four of for years. just like being a little bitch about it yeah like oh, you're the kid that got tied up there was also this scurrilous rumor. Okay, when I was in fifth grade, is this even what this podcast is about? How do yeah, we know this, this is all great. the downsides okay. of your childhood? Great. Wait, so this is pre the duct tape. Pre, pre the, the duct tape. tape. Okay, fifth grade. I have a hernia. Okay, mm. in my, hernia in my belly button. You've oh, heard me I tell got, jokes I got about that this. From, uh, deadlift. Yeah, umbilical hernia. And yeah. then I had a hernia in my crotch. Okay, so when you have a hernia, it, like a, a lower abdominal hernia, your small intestines goes into your scrotum. Okay, oh. and it basically looks like you have one gigantic oh. soccer ball sized scrotum. Okay, yeah. so I'm telling this story to my friends in like the sixth grade, and I use the phrase like it looked like I had one testicle. Okay, huge rumor, yeah. you know, uh, telephone yeah. game goes around middle school. Ari has one testicle. Okay, going all over the place. Now, if that if you had spread a rumor amongst the comedy community that said Ari have one testicle, I would just pull my dick out anytime somebody said and be like, I will show you two testicles. But I would ask first. <laughs> Can I prove this rumor false right now? If I I would like everybody to sign a contract that I can prove Joe Marco's rumor false. <laughs> that was the thing. Everyone kept saying Louis had one testicle yeah. in the chest. Yeah, that was his defense. Let me show you. And I, I'm just awkwardly defending him. No, um, obviously I wouldn't pull my dick out. Wait, but. just so I know, like, so it, because it went into your scrotum, it did look like there was not a division between the two balls. It was just like a... Well, if you look... Listen, if one's giant... I. 
there are point. I don't know what the what your scrotum looks like. I don't want to find right, I'll out. I'll just pull it out right now. <laughs> I have not signed the contract yet. <laughs> Uh, but there are points in which in the life of your scrotum where it doesn't look like two segmented testicles. I don't know yes. if maybe you have a very saggy sack or something, but I do think I have bigger balls than most, but go ahead. Okay. So there's this rumor going around. In addition to that, I did not go through puberty until I was 18 years old. So there's 18. this 18 college freshman year of college. I went to, I graduated high school or I started, uh, uh, senior year of high school. I was five foot three. My senior, my freshman year of college, I was six feet, six foot one. Oh my god! Crazy wow. growth spurt. Can can I just so what? Yeah. You weren't you weren't jerking off in high school. I was, but you pre puberty. Of course, I you had to go through puberty before you could like like come and and whatnot. You talking about the actual liquid? Well, what happened? You just jerk it and you'd decide when you, you were done. Ju- you never jerked off. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, there, that. no, there was a time period. You can jerk yeah. off prior to actual yeah. uh, uh, semen coming out of your penis. But yeah. Can you get hard, hard before you go through puberty? Of course. Yes. A baby can get hard. Some babies are born with hard dicks. Oh. <laughs> I have no this factual baby, evidence. This, this, I have no factual evidence. This baby is stuck. Of What's course, going on? all the time. This baby is stuck right now. <laughs> He's got. <laughs> oh, is, is he? Is he? Baby, breech? think is of it? your grandma dying. We got to get you out of here now. <laughs> Oh, is, is is a cord wrapped around his neck? No, oh, he's no, got a raging no. boner. <laughs> oh, no. um, so like I it's, couldn't. It's his head. No, no wrong no, head. No, no, no. I couldn't refute the rumor. That was like the the issue. My whole middle school and high school, I could never refute. And it bothered you, of course. Oh, it did not bother of him course. in middle school, high school. Sure, it's just a straight like. Like just the fact that you had genitals could have been embarrassing enough. I mean, like it's like yeah, you know, it's it's all embarrassing. Yeah, but I mean, listen, when did you go through puberty? I think I went through, I definitely, by seventh or eighth grade, there were hairs down there. I mean, I imagine you were that weird mustache kid, right? Like, <laughs> don't you see him <laughs> like no, being in like seventh grade yeah, yeah. and just having like a, a just a mustache. mustache and people were just like, why is he going to shave it? No, I think I went through, uh, well, I, now I don't even know what to define puberty as. For me, it was always like pubic hair was like the thing. Okay. I remember seeing a boy in gym class had the biggest bush <laughs> in sixth grade. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I that was like way far from what was happening for me at the time. There were definitely some. And I was like, bush. it was big bush. Like oh, the, yeah. bu- and I had never seen that before. So it was very alarming. I remember. You know how there's kids? You ever run to kids where they would have like they'd grow one strand of hair in the back of their head that they never cut, and like so Rate. there was some yeah, but there was some hair at the end that like essentially was their first hair, like their baby <laughs> hair. Like that would just be fun for pubes, just one strand, just You're to like, grow your pubes out. Just one though. But I think with pubes, they they only grow to a certain level. Like the hair follicles are not like your hair where it would grow forever. I've always been curious about that. I mean, I I trim it. Very sloppily. I just, mean, just a judging general, like, by what I'm seeing right now, I can't even imagine <laughs> what your pubic hair looks like. I just remember that the first time where you just take a pair of scissors and you're like, "All right, I'll just, I'll just trim it like this with scissors." Yeah, yeah. And now I have a, a, a what is it? A buzzer. A buzzer. buzzer. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. the only way to do. It. Yeah, it's the only way to. Do it. But I remember the scissor cut. Oh, it looked I mean, like my dick was going through chemo or something. It looked like a really. Just loose, vague hairs. Yeah. So, okay. So people thought you had one testicle, but you're still part of the cool kids. Yeah. And then like, 
Do then you this think, and then event this horrifying happened. Event. Do you think this prank was like they resent, like you weren't, you were the kid they didn't like, or was it just a I mean, crazy thing that happened? I, th- I think that part of part of it is a crazy thing that happened. I will admit that there's probably some uh, thing like I could dish it out, but I couldn't take it. But mm-hmm. I do think that kids don't really understand that. Um, Dish you like mean insults or like were you duct taping kids too? No, no, and the never. Moment they did never. To you, like, hey, I was hey. never. No, but I would like I would bust balls, but kids don't really understand the nuance of busting balls. Like, it, like it would be like, hey, uh, you have a weird haircut, and then you'll be like, well, your mother's a fucking or something like that. <laughs> Right? Like, they don't understand. Is that... Can you... I don't know if I can say that word. Can you say that word? I don't think so. Can you bleep it? Yeah, fucking A. You know how much... You know what a pain in the fucking ass it is to edit. Well, I said a word I shouldn't say. Try saying no more slurs for the rest of the podcast recording. That would be great. In some ways, it's probably going to sound worse than it it was. Can you please bleep it? I will bleep it out. I will bleep bleep it out on the audio and the video and the fucking everything. I will bleep it out. Um, um, no, there is that scene in Pen Fifteen just like that, where yeah. like they're doing the 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 fight, and then she's just like, "Your dad's dead," and it's like that thing where kids oh, don't yes, understand how starts. to like fight and be mean because then it's so mean. Well, that sounds very horrible. Have you ever uh, asked them about this? I'm now friends with one of them again. After all these years. Is that how you Do, found out you that the second it? part about the water thing? Like, how did you find out about that? I found that out, like, pretty soon after. I mean, they were watching the video for, like, years oh, after. Oh, my God. Like, oh horrible. God. Like, I didn't go to my 10-year um, reunion because I just I wasn't emotionally ready to see some of these kids. Really? Oh. It fucked you up that bad? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still after. to this day. Like, it, it's not like a... It's not like a an active fuck up thing that happened, but you like, don't hear the sound of taping on your <laughs> <laughs> No, but I like I would say I in all of my friendships now, I unfortunately put trap doors into all of my friendships so that I can get out whenever yeah. I feel like the walls are closing closing in on me, which is not a healthy thing in friendships. Well, just it sounds it sounds like you really have like a. A post-traumatic stress disorder so, from of this course. event. So the, uh, 100%. So, the, so the friend that you have reconnected with, yeah. have you guys talked about? Of course, all the time. Okay, okay. Yeah. He may mean, it, it, like talking about the, the incidents don't bother me at all. I mean, I'm that part I'm at perfect peace with. Um, but we'll, we, he joked, we joke about it all the time. Like anytime, like we're in the same room and he sees like a thing, a duct tape, he'll give me like a, mm, should we, maybe you get in the chair for all time's sake. And you but start crying. I start crying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, where is this video? I don't know. It's out. It's probably Would there. Would you want to see it? The only reason I want to see it is because, you know, sometimes when, not necessarily a traumatic event, but when any historical memory in your brain, it's not 100% accurate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I want to see it just to see if there's things that I've altered. Like, like there's a, a, a 2% of me that is like, did this even happen? Yeah. Did it even happen? Like, 
Like, obviously it happened, but, like, there's a part of me that's like, maybe I've fucking created this entire uh, uh, beautiful mind world in my head that doesn't really exist. Well, they made fun like, of you for It's just, like, three no, hours I know of him it. calling them slurs, <laughs> yeah. and then, like, they're like, we I gotta, didn't say we gotta, a slur! <laughs> I didn't say a slur! Stop <laughs> no, referencing <laughs> that I said a slur he if he's gonna bleep he didn't, it! He didn't, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't say a slur. He, he, didn't he say said slur. a word that's on the line of, like, is this okay if we're it's quoting totally okay. an imaginary figure? Uh, look... That's that. I'm just. I want to see it so badly. It feels like you should find it and do a one man show <sighs> called Tapin something with the word tape in it. Tie me, tie me up. Tie me up. Let yeah. me out. Tie me up. Let me out. It sounds like I'm coming out of the closet. It does. <laughs> now, can I ask about? Is this bit true that I saw that when you were 13, you came out of the closet to your father? Yeah, not 13, but I told my dad that I thought I might be gay. At how old? Uh, like 11, 10, 11, something so this like is that. Pre-puberty, yeah. you're just bored. You're like, I, I don't know when I'm going to find this out. <laughs> I don't think it was because of boredom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. Well, must be gay. So, so what made you think that though? There was another kid at school. You're like, when they duct tape me, I liked it. <laughs> there was another kid at school who was getting bullied, but he was getting bullied because he was gay. I was also getting bullied and was like, maybe I'm gay. Mm. Maybe that's why they're bullying me. That was the logic in my brain. It made sense in my yeah. head. Were and you a feminine boy? Never. Fucking masculine <laughs> as hell, dude. <laughs> Fucking look at this shit, dude. Come on, yeah. you're jacked. No. Uh, never. Sports, the whole thing. So you went to your father. I. It wasn't even like, Dad, I need to tell you something. It was just like, Dad, I, am I gay? I think I might be gay. And he's like, why do you think you're gay? And I explained to him this bullying thing. And he's like, well, do you fantasy? Like, my dad is like a... Bro- he's born in Israel, but like a Brooklyn, like, fuck you. How you do like that kind of, and he goes, well, do you fantasize about having sex with men? And I'm like, no. And he goes, you're not gay. <laughs> and that was it. We never talked about it again until I bring multiple women home. And he was like, okay, well, I guess you're not gay. So your father was born in Israel. Yeah. Mom, American. Yeah. Have you been to Israel recently? Uh, not recently. 2012. 2012 was this birthright or do you go there often birthright no birthright, oh, birthright. yeah you fell in love and on birthright that's wow wait that's where you no 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 no, no. fell different love i fell in love i fell in love i'm a listen I, I know you're not a romantic but but we are we're romantic <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> um so, okay so uh dad what, what about uh, any anything interesting about uh having a father who's born in israel any strange things he did as a dad well i would say the bigger is the grandparents who survived the Holocaust. That is grandparents the, who survived the Holocaust. Yeah, that was not fun. I mean, talk about post traumatic stress. I mean, crazy. They were horrible. My my grandmother to this day wakes up screaming. I mean, terrible, yeah. oh terrible. Oh my god. Oh, the worst. Wakes up screaming. Like if she's staying over, or she doesn't. She's not allowed to stay over. But she would. She like used to scream. She used to scream. Yeah. And you you were a little kid. And they had to explain it to you? Yeah, I mean, for years they wouldn't talk to me about it, my grandparents. Yeah. And then in, like, uh, maybe, like, ninth grade, I took, like, a world history class and started to learn, maybe earlier than ninth grade, I started to learn about stuff, and they finally told me, you know, all the shit that, and it's a fucking insane, crazy story. I mean, my grandfather escaped from two concentration camps, broke his arm, jumping off of a moving train, like, insane, insane, yeah. insane. So he never would talk to me about it. I go through, I take this class, I start learning about it. He finally opens up to me 
He tells me, I start talking to him about the whole thing. I asked him about his liberation when he left the concentration camp. I'm like, what did you do? What was the first thing that you did? And he's like, well, I hitchhiked my way back to this small little village in Poland that he was from. And he dug up all this money that his family like hid in the ground because they didn't know what would happen when they left. And he dug up all the jewels and all the jewels. I don't. Is that a thing? <laughs> the uh, maybe, coins, uh, whatever. The, the pirate and chest, the, the booty. The pirate chest, the booty. And he went to a brothel and fucked like six prostitutes <laughs> because he was a virgin going into the... Oh and I, I was like, maybe that's we true. don't... If you go to a concentration camp and you're as a virgin, oh, the moment you escape, you're like, well, I'm not waiting any yeah, longer for I this know. part oh, that's of life. I was like, maybe we don't talk about the Holocaust anymore. Maybe we just I would stop. Love, it is so awkward. Write, if you ever write a movie... The idea of like you have him speak at your school and then he goes into the prostitute part and the and teacher's then like, the what are you Russians tell a ho- came and I went and fucked a hooker. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the teacher going to stop How did he escape? He, uh, they were, tra- they used to transport, um, uh, prisoners Wait, let me from just camp to real camp. Quick. Let me, we're going to take a commercial break. After this commercial, we'll find out how he escaped <laughs> the concentration it's camp. Real. And we're back. All right. Thanks for sticking through that. Now... <laughs> <laughs> it is real. That is where the commercial will be. How did he escape? <laughs> Hold on. I just need to address that I'm about to launch into this, like my family's tale about my father, who I listen. In your life, if you live to 95, both of you, if you live to 95 years old and you talk to somebody who, you'll never meet another guy whose parent escaped from a concentration camp and you took a fucking commercial break in the middle of the story? My wife's grandfather uh, escaped from Auschwitz. Well, fuck me, then. (laughs) I mean, listen, I have one unique story. One. That's it. I want to hear yours, though. It's not my grandfather, though, so you're right on that account. Okay. They're transporting him from camp to camp on a moving train with mm-hmm. a bunch of other prisoners. Yeah. He like gets out of his restraints and jumps off of a moving train and then like hides into the in the brush for like weeks and or not weeks, like days. Wow. He gets to he like finally like finds a like a, a town and he uh, he's like in this guy's backyard. A guy comes out uh, of his backyard and he's like, what are you doing? And he's, he explains like, I'm a Jew. I explain. Uh, escape from this concentration camp. I I need to eat. I haven't eaten in Where's days. This, what country is he in for this? Uh, he's in Poland. In Poland, yeah. okay. So, and the guy's like, fine, no problem. He goes and he gets him a sandwich and he gets him a, 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 a ham sandwich. And my grandfather, this is the craziest thing about the whole story, in my mind, because I'm not, uh, I'm more culturally religious now. He gives him, the guy gives him the hand sandwich and my grandfather, he hasn't eaten in days. Oh my God. He says, I can't eat it. Ima- can you imagine? I can't. I can't even imagine if you're the guy and you're like, oh, right. this fucking okay. guy. I go out of my oh, way. I'm brother. saving this guy's life by giving him a hand sandwich and he can't fucking. It's like, you know, every, you ever try and give a homeless guy food and they're they yeah. just like, they're like, what is a, it? And you're like, it's tapas. And they're like, he's like, I don't want. We I don't have a friend that. Chris Caffaro once tried to give someone bagel chips and they're like, yeah, I don't like Ugh. bagel chips. And he was like, what? Are you serious? He said, really good bagel yeah. chips. But like, it's crazy. Like I, I, I can't hold on to God for whatever reason. Now, how he's able to do it is insane. Absolutely. I was once at a deli, like a Jewish deli, and I wanted milk with my coffee, and they were like, oh, "We can't do that." And I literally, like, not thinking, I was like, "Yeah, I know, but can I just can I have the milk though with the coffee?" Like I was like, 
yeah, 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 all the Jew stuff, but can you can we just do it? Yeah. And I mean, it's just, I mean, that's, it's a, I can't imagine. Can't. I, so he said no. He said no. And then. The guy said, okay, I'll get you another sandwich. And what did he come back with? Fucking well, meatball what if, sub. What if, what I don't know. <laughs> what if he came uh, back? Number 57 from Geo's down what if, what on Baker. He, just, he, he, he just keeps saying no. He just keeps bringing a different no, pork he can't tuna fish any. and he's no, like, no, ah, no, you no. know, I panini. just. <laughs> Shellfish, no, 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 I can't. I think he just brought him regular bread. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, okay, you get a bread sandwich now. Yeah. You get nothing in between <laughs> yeah. these two pieces. And chips and this, you know what? Like a little kid can't eat a hamburger. He just has like a chip sandwich with Fritos yeah. in between two pieces Especially of white bread. Especially after all that. If I stub my toe, I'm like, well, God was not looking out for me. Right? So, I It blows my mind how uh, there are a lot of people, like I don't know if you've read uh, Victor Frankl, Man's Search for Meeting. Like there's a lot of people who uh, lost their faith in that. And I, anybody who kept it is... Uh, it's crazy to me. I can't wrap my brain. The only it. other version of it is like to get through something that difficult. You're like, let me hold on to something. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, listen. You have to. My my uh, idea or my stance on religion is uh, it's a very logical uh, thing. It, like people think of it as this, uh, you know, mysticism or whatever this high power thing. It's it's a it's a logical. Uh, um, there's a reason behind it. So like in my brain. Five, ten thousand years ago, whenever you think there were people existed, there was no 6, order. Six thousand years ago, exactly. Whatever. With the dinosaurs. There's no order, right? People were murdering. People were fucking shitting in the street. So you invent- There are no streets. There are no streets. They're shitting in whatever was a street, okay? Yeah. There, so you invent this thing that you can't refute because it doesn't exist. And you say, okay, this thing called God doesn't want you to do all of these bad things. And nobody can refute it, so it creates some sort of order. When you look at all the shit that like Jews do, it's very easy to see why they do it. The right? hand washing one is my favorite, where there's something where you take a cup of water and like pour it on one hand, one hand, one hand. And I'm like, oh, you're washing your fucking hands. Yes, yeah. it's it's like okay, yarmulkes. Okay, what is the weird coincidence that? The place where the yarmulke goes also is the number one place where men go bald. Like, what are the odds that that is? You think just, that was it? Of course, it's that simple. That's it. People are going bald. They said God wants us to have these things right in this exact spot where I have no hair. Why can't we eat pork? Because people didn't know how to fucking properly store and cure meat. Wow. Yeah. So they were eating filthy, disgusting, well, disease-infested. Really? Tova, Tova's, uh, Tova's gonna hate this. No, Tova's like kosher, but she's not. She's not close off to the idea of, of maybe eating of, meat, of leaving God, <laughs> of leaving God. I'm, I'm pulling. Uh, no, no, no. But she, it's just one of these things. Like she kind of wants to maybe try oysters or try ham, but like it's so deeply ingrained in her. Yeah. First, we got to make sure there's no allergies, especially with the, right. the, the oysters and whatnot. But like I was like for like bacon, you know, I, I said ba bacon's the way to start if we're gonna go ham. I don't like a ham sandwich. I would have turned it down too, frankly. Uh, <laughs> I love well, him. Well, that means I that you it. and my grandfather. Identical. You just are have the same lives. So your your grandfather. So he eventually he opens up and he tells you like, I mean it's got to be a story that could take nights. Like everything. I mean, like you, you sat down like a story time almost, or he just like. No, I mean my grandfather did a uh, interview with the Holocaust Museum in like the early early nineties, where they tried to just the Holocaust Museum just tried to interview as many survivors as they can, so that you know. 
people were dying off at that point. They were in their yeah. like late seventies. Yeah. And they just tried to get everybody's stories as much as they could. So he did like a five hour interview, which is on the internet. I can watch it whenever I want. And wow. that's like if I ever sometimes I go back and watch it's fucking Forget heavy. Me. You have your grandparents passed away? My grandfather died. Your grandfather died. My grandmother is still alive, yes. but really wants to die. Like, really wants to die. Hates hates her life. Yeah. Has never like everything after. She just, it, oh, she's always like depressed. Yes. Yeah. How always. how long were they married, and then when did he die? He died in two thousand nine. So oh, were wow. they married pre pre the no, being after post after they met in Israel? Yeah. Was he more cheery than she was? I mean, always. it sounds like. Yeah, really. I mean, listen, immigrant parents, like you know, the trope is like they're not very loving, they're distant. That that was there. Like they were ve- they were distant compared to my other grandparents. Yeah. But my grandfather, one hundred percent, was the more loving one. I mean, my grandmother never assimilated. She never learned how to drive. She never got a job. Like she cannot provide for herself. One time, she, um, we went over to her house, my father and I, and we were like. The fridge is broken. The fridge is like foul. Like everything is spoiled in the fridge. And she's like, how long has it been like that? She's like, two weeks. I'm like, what have you been doing for food? And she's like, I haven't really eaten. It's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, this, this is like, this is the shit that people did to you fucking seven yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And she just, it doesn't even like, she doesn't even like comprehend in her brain that she needs to like actively take care of her life. Sounds yeah. like a. Like it would sound like clinical depression. Yeah. And did they get, a, did they get along? I mean, were they happily My, married? You're, yeah. I mean, happily, it's tough to, sure, like, as sure. a kid, you can't make that judgment. But they were married until, yeah, he died. And she doesn't talk about stuff as much. How many Holocaust survivors are there in the world right now? I, I mean, think there's 100,000 left. 100,000. Yeah. I mean, it's going to, certainly if we. If we in, our lifetime, in our lifetime, though. In our lifetime. They'll be gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean. In the next ten years, like yeah. it's not going to be long, they'll all be gone. It's cr- it's crazy that that is, is a yeah. that is a, a thing that's going to happen. Like it's not a thing, you know. There are events that just will die off in memory, which is why they tried to do those like huge long yeah. interviews to try and document it. Can I ask? Because I saw I saw Luke Mona's over the weekend, and it was very interesting. Like, how do you feel about when a comedian uses the Holocaust as a in a joke? Do you feel an emotional Funny, like, funny, is funny. funny is funny. Funny is funny. Funny is funny. Whatever. I, I, it real. If as long as it's funny, I don't really care. It's funny. He's he said, and I think I'm not. I think this is okay. We're we're talking about some joke that I thought was really funny that involved the Holocaust, and he was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'd like to take him to Auschwitz and show him around. Just walk around." And I, it was very interesting from a comedian. You I was s- like, "Wait, that's his that's line." What, that's in what the he joke. said. He, he 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 was saying like that it just rubbed him the wrong way. Something about it rubbed him the wrong way, and he uh-huh. was like, "I would like to." To take him, take him to take him to Auschwitz and walk around. Listen, and I was like, "Oh, okay." There are like, funny is funny is not a, a steadfast. Now. I know, right? <laughs> this is Starbucks. It's crazy. Um, it is. I, <laughs> now, do you know what camp they your your grandfather was at? Yeah, he was at. I mean, he was at a couple, but he was at Auschwitz. Uh, my grandmother was at Bergen. My grandmother was at a death camp. So mm. her literal job for like a year was to carry bodies from like one place of the camp to the other. It's nuts. Jeez. She's like a tiny, frail, like, she, if she weighs 80 pounds, I'd be surprised. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think the thing, I believe it was at Auschwitz. I think it went to two, Dachau, 
in Auschwitz. Uh-huh. The thing that I think was the was the the ovens. There was one room where there were two like oven type things. And yeah, that was the thing that stays with me. Yeah, I mean, like, forever. listen, is any joke about the Holocaust okay? Probably not. But like, more often than not, I don't hear the horrific, horrific Holocaust jokes. I think. I think. The case to be made against like joking about things like that is that will will we then be able to take it seriously when we need to? Like when right. we talk about problems with, you know, hate crimes and like making laws, like we all have to engage in a way of being like, this is a serious thing. And people, it causes horrible pain. Right. And so when people joke about things too much, I think kind of the fear is if we don't have any space for the sacred or any space for the like, we should be serious about this. Will we ever be able to? talk about it seriously and i get that i would hate for everyone to be a comedian right i think that um i mean that's a a, a not a comedy problem that's a worldwide problem yes. anytime yeah. that like you know look at i don't want to get too deep into politics but like anytime that uh you have a a particular thing that people are like oh this is this is not serious it's not a a joke eventually so, there are some people it's not not a joke. Sorry, um, there eventually there are some people who believe it as true, and then that gains enough steam that it becomes true, right? Mm-hmm. QAnon, that like people poo pooed QAnon. It's a fucking made up, blah blah blah. But then look at all these crazy people who are following it, right? Yeah. So that's the the fear about you know the similarity with the joke structure and that kind of stuff. I have no problem if. Uh, a Jew or somebody who has an experience with the Holocaust wants to tell a joke about the Holocaust. But if you're telling a joke about the Holocaust for the sake of telling a joke about a Holocaust, sure. It's not for me. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't do it, but it definitely has to be funny if you're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like, like the same way Adolf Hitler or other events. Don't are, say anything are bad like, about Adolf Hitler. I know. The you, would, you would date a woman out. who looked just like him. The jury's still out. Where it's just like it's the Holocaust is the is the uh, uh, oh, oh what's the it's just like the pinnacle of what badness is it's yeah. like the worst event in the world it's this Hitler is the worst person in the world that's why I have so many jokes and I'm trying to like be like all right start losing these or come up with something else where like Hitler is just what you use because it's like the worst case scenario right. It just is easy to use comedically. The same but, way Applebee's is used too many times because it's like the most commercial, yeah. American commercial yeah. place. Isn't it crazy to me? Isn't it crazy to you that like it's been 80 years since the Holocaust and Hitler is still the worst? Like that, like there's nobody that's replaced how bad. But I also think like there to a certain degree, it's like that's part of the American when I say propaganda, that's not just saying that Hitler was actually good, but it's more like the, you, there are other people who have done terrible, terrible things, but like, nothing, you know, you don't, or you don't fully associate it with him. Like Hitler takes all the weight as opposed to the Americans who turned away the Jews or the, or the, 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 there's other people have done or Christopher Columbus. I mean, I think I read in the book, the people's history of the United States where it was like, I think it was 8 million native Americans that were killed when I people mean, came here. What we like, did well, to the Native Americans is than, horrific. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, I just think like Hitler is narrative wise kind of fits as the perfect, perfect pinnacle. Yeah. Because you can he pin it on, because you can pin it on one person. Yeah. Like that, that's the problem with, I know I'm going all over the place, but like we do, we don't consider ourselves at United States is not at war right now. Right. Because there's not like countries don't attack countries anymore. 
Okay, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like factions of people within a country that's not te- technically associated with yeah. that country. So it's not easy to pin on something and say, okay, we're in war right now. But we've been in fucking war for twenty two years with yeah. just group different groups of people on the same fighting the same shit. So it's like if you can pin it on somebody, it's always going to be the worst case scenario. Like that's why, you know, there's nobody else really at the top of the Nazi party that you can pin it on except for him. That's why yeah. it's so easy to say it's the worst and justifiably so. Um, now, uh, did you think there would be wanna, this much Holocaust? Did you want to defend Hitler anymore? Before defend Hitler on, anymore? Or, uh... <laughs> Listen, I've I've always wanted to see his paintings. I've always been curious about it. Well. I got news for you. Dottie, come bring him in. <laughs> it's like a George Bush scenario where you're like, oh, well, it's pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure you've seen a Hitler painting and not known that it was a Hitler where? painting. Like, where would I have seen that? Places. <laughs> Places. That would be a good prank, though. Like, that would be a really good, like, you find out some politician is a painting. And then you find out yeah. it was actually Hitler. It would be a good prank to play on somebody else where you're like, hey, I got you all these, you know, somebody gets a nice house and you're like, I'm going to get you, let me get you, a, let me get you a housewarming gift, you know, and you just get like a huge oh, fucking really six feet funny. by six feet picture of Hitler's dog and and they have no idea. And then like, you know, two years later, you're like, you got a fucking Hitler picture, <laughs> motherfucker. Um, I want to briefly, you have a, you have a, a, Younger brother? Yes. How much younger? Five years. Five years. Yeah. And he's in comedy too? He's a comedian and a writer, yeah. Do you feel like he's a comedian because of you? We started at the same time. Like almost identical, like a week away from each other. Really? Who went first? Uh, I did. He was in high school, so does that really count? Maybe not. Are you guys close? Like Are you guys close? Emotionally? Five years? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Five years? Not growing up. Not growing up. Because I was like out of the house when his brain checked on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, like when he was eleven, I was like sixteen, about to go to college. So we didn't really become friends, friends until he graduated. Like when he went to college, so I was like twenty-five, and he was like nineteen. Roughly. And he's in LA now. He's in LA. I mean, he's in New York at the current moment, but yeah, he's in LA. Do you do you miss living in the same place with him? No. You like this space? Yes. That's good. Yeah, I mean, we've we used to write together. Like we used to be writing partners. We wrote maybe I don't know. 10 pilots over the years. That's amazing. Listen, I'm a prolific writer. It's fine. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, we started to like, just there'd be a lot of, not argument, but there was like, we're too close. Because like, you you know, you, I'm sure you, we've talked, you and I have talked about this with like, you've asked me like, because you're dating somebody who's in comedy, I'm married to somebody who's not in comedy, like how it's like, like, how do you escape? Can you escape that kind of thing? Like when you're, you're working all day with somebody in comedy and then your best friend is also that person. It's tough to like escape problems. And like, it just became like a little bit too much. Sure. So the distance is great for that. It's the best. And siblings tough. I mean, that's why I think they can be good artistic partners, but you can be ruthlessly honest with your siblings. I just think like siblings, like you can talk in a way to your siblings, you know, that they're not going to leave you. Yeah. So sometimes there's just like, it can be. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. They, go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. yeah, just like that. I would never say that to, like, if I had a different writing partner. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. I would never, like, I, there was a point where, like, well, <laughs> this is so stupid. We were, like, arguing about a scene and we got into a physical altercation. <laughs> Amazing. Like, we were, I was, like, I don't know, 20. 
five and he was twenty. Like it was nothing. But like we got into like a fit. I remember like my neighbor called the doorman oh and was like. I think there's some sort of like issue fight burglary going on. And I'm like, no, just we're trying to argue about whether or not our main character is justified the previous scene. So everything's fine. Oh yeah. I, uh, who won the fight? I did. I'm I would so hope much so. bigger you're, than him. Well, you're older too. I'm older. I'm more masculine. I've got huge muscles. I've got one testicle. I mean, things are really, <laughs> how did you get those hernias by the way? Uh, I was born with both of them. They just got like progressively worse. It was hard. I mean, when I, mine was right around the belly button. Yeah. And I even got an ultrasound and they didn't think it was a hernia. They thought it was some lump of fat or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. even know what they thought it was. And then one day I'm like, you know, fidgeting with this bump and then it pops back in and I'm like, that's a hernia. Yeah. Oh. Wait, what, what, how old was this? Uh, 26, 27. Recently. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how old you are. I was. I'm, I'm 27 and a half. Yeah, I, I was doing a single rep deadlift. This was my CrossFit phase. God, I, I hate CrossFit. I was. I was strong. That that me could have beaten me up even with the hernia. I live next to a CrossFit gym, and like it annoys me so it's much. So embarrassing. It just is like one of those things where why it just seems like you can't just do it quietly. Yes. You have to like be loud and proud and like and like a part of the community and it's like so this is his same complaints about the the pride parade. <laughs> yeah. You had to be loud and proud and part of the community. No, it just seems yeah. like you can't casually or quietly do it. It's like you're all in, you're on the website, you're on the Instagram, you have to share it. It's just every I promise I was half up. in. I was no. half in. Yeah. Every CrossFit gym is in like an old fucking Huge auto garage warehouse. or a fucking dismantled lighthouse like there's just never normal gym situations there's never fluorescent lights they just have random light fixtures whatever they left from the previous owner i live next to this fucking thing i swear to god every day they're like go run outside just fucking go run around the building that's all like it's so stupid just fucking you pay to do it be in the gym these people run around my fucking building with stupid hand wraps on with fucking talc powder running a a muck all over my goddamn streets Work out in the gym. Yeah. Sorry. So you have IBS. Yes. I love I love your pivots. How is that? Any downsides to that? I mean, I shit 14 times a day. Really? Every day. Yeah, I mean, like, I took an Imodium before I came here so that I wouldn't have to. And what is that? It, it stops you up? No, it speeds it up. Yeah, it stops <laughs> me from shitting. Forgive me for not knowing what. But what? what for how long? What did you think clue? it what was going to do, maybe it, maybe it, maybe it slows down your it metabolism. It disappears the poop inside what, you magically. But like, what does it? What does it do chemically? Slows things down. It's what just like, it like, it like, like <laughs> Dr. Fauci. <laughs> like, when are you gonna? <laughs> well, John Marco, look at my chart here. I You'll would see think that the if I had makeup, IBS, I would know a little bit about what the fuck's going on with all the poop. I mean, it just it blocks you. Are you gonna be able to poop again? In a couple of hours, probably. I took it at like. Let's see. What time is it? It's five thirty. I took it at like uh, three thirty. So, so when it, when you have to poop, you have to poop now. Is it always now? Immediate, 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 and never it, like not never, but they're very rarely like a solid. Uh huh. They're some version of frozen yogurt. Ooh. Frozen yogurt on a, a hot summer day. Frozen yogurt in the winter. Frozen yogurt. The machine's broken and it's just pure liquid. That kind of stuff. And you take this pill. I mean, this pill sounds like a lifesaver. It sounds no, like no. I take the pill when I know I'm potentially going to be 
at a at a place where I can go to the bathroom when I need to at any point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, like on a plane ride or like a if I'm doing a a show, I don't know when I'm going up on the show or if I know the bathroom situation is going to be bad, I'll take it. Are you supposed to not take it too often? Like, is it? Not well, I'm good? supposed to alter my diet, and I don't do that. I mean, that's the reason why it's so bad. Like, I eat. I'm lactose intolerant. I eat cheese, pizza. Fucking ice cream all the so you time. Just, you're not gonna, you're not gonna change your ways. I mean, not that I'm not gonna change, but I like ice cream. I really like ice cream. Yeah. I like pizza. So that's what it is. It's just that it's the cheese. If the cheese went away, you you'd be pooping. The, I would not. I it would be more normal. Yeah. How many times do you poop a day? Two usually. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes three, but mm. usually two. Yeah. So I'm like just be very a rarely one. That's Once in a while, I eat a lot of spice. Like I have Tabasco on everything, so that yeah, I, like, I put you know. sriracha on everything. Oh, sriracha! I, I mean, do like real hot sauce. My wife will sometimes go days. I know without that's pooping. That's the weird thing when days without pooping. When days. someone's like, I haven't pooped since, and they say any day that's more than two, or like any that's, hour. If you go more than an hour, crazy. to me, it's abnormal. You when I like when I travel, my body. Thank God, my body seems to get like eight hour plane ride. We're not going to poop. But when I get home, it's like the body just. Oh yeah, it's yeah. amazing how the body just seems to be like we're doing it now. Yeah, I mean, I've I the amount of times I've shit my pants as an adult <sighs> is alarming. Just so many times, like full shitting pants all the time. Do you think about that? Like always having? Would you ever have a white pair of pants or shorts? Or are you like no? No, but having nothing to do with shit, I would never wear a fucking <laughs> pair of white pair of pants. I'm a 35 year old man with a kid. I would look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I just got confident enough to wear a white shirt in public. I mean, the p- white pants is, I need to become a Scientologist or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, we're going to move on to our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Do you see the email by any chance? I did, of course. Did? I read every email. Don't say of course. I mean, most people, they're like, what are you talking about? I show up early, if not. Yeah, quite early, in fact. Pre, pre my shower. Pre early. your shower. But I said, what did I say? You said don't say what I said. <laughs> don't say what I said. Because <laughs> I'm going to be made to look really bad on this podcast. But it's I, too late for that. <laughs> we've been recording the whole time. Slur onwards. I um, didn't say a slur. He did not say you a slur. didn't say a slur. And you can't tell. We bleeped it out. We bleeped it out. We bleeped it out. You are you're no longer booking JFL. That's for sure. <laughs> that that phase of your life is over. <laughs> what else is now? Um, so this has got to stop. Do you have a, this has got to stop? I got a hundred of them. How okay. many, you want just me to go just one Let's, deep one? We'll start with one. Yeah. One deep one. And then, okay. yeah, we'll see. All right. This is, this is the, the one that really bothers me lately. Cause I'm a father. A lot of my like wife's friends are all having kids. This bothers me more than anything. People will name their kids something and then call them a totally different name. Mm-hmm. Not even a nickname. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had a friend, uh, I had a daughter named Rebecca. I went and I met her and I, I was like, I was like, hi Rebecca. And then she was like, we're calling her Joey. That's not even a nickname. Like, You're not why? making this up. This what is a real this? example. This is, I what swear was to God. the reasoning? It's an, it's a name that they, they're like, we just want to call her Joey. I'm like, then fucking then call her Joey. Name her Joey. There are approved nicknames for Rebecca. Becky, Bex, Reba, Ray, Ray, Ray. That we've we, there's a long l- list of names that we've approved, and Joey is not one of them. It fucking yeah, I, it no. pisses me off to no extent. I've never heard a girl called Joey. 
Maybe that's why. You've never seen Creek. Dawson's Creek? Oh, my God. Oh, Tomorrow. Dawson's. No, I haven't seen Dawson's Creek. Jesus. Chad, Chad Michael Murray, was that Dawson's Creek? No, Murray? that's, that's Montreal! One Tree Hill! <laughs> So this is uh, this is now the downside with Ari Finlay. <laughs> so your your daughter's name is what? Guess it. No, Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. And you call Sophie every time. Soph. Sophila. Sophila. Shushi. Shushi. She. You know, I just I'm, I just guttural noises. But like, if I were to introduce her to you, I would not say this is my daughter Shishi. I would say this is my daughter Sophie. Yeah. Not even like yeah. it wouldn't even uh, cross my mind. And then, because then you, you is the kid going to carry that for the rest of their life? Right. That's the thing is like we all knew those kids in school, and the first day of school they go through the fucking list, they and they're it. like, "Jamarco they... here, Ari here, Russell here," and they're like, "Rebecca," and they're like, "Actually, Actually. it's Joey." <laughs> and guess what? Every one of her classmates fucking hates her now. Because it's a crutch. It's yeah. like it's like a this is a fun little anecdote about me. Yeah. And they, they rely on it and it's not interesting. And not it's interesting. not fun. <laughs> you, what's Fuck the story? you, Joey. <laughs> my parents named me this, and then they said, No, you're this. Yeah. And right. they ruined my life. And it ruined her fucking life. <laughs> the other thing, like, you ever did anybody in your like school change their name? Like try to change their name? I I went through nickname trying to change nickname phases for sure nicknames but never like a, a real name no who tried so. to change their oh, name there was a kid in not so there was three kids getting bullied me the gay kid and then this other immigrant that is his name was Yuri okay right off the boat Russian immigrant uh-huh. midway through high school he goes guys I changed my name I'm going by Jeff now oh Yuri <laughs> and. For the rest of high school, the kids stopped bullying him from then on out. <laughs> he was he became uh, president of the school union. <laughs> he was a valedictorian at Harvard. <laughs> no, they didn't call him Yuri. They didn't call him Jeff. They called him Jeff Yuri for the rest of fucking high school. Oh. I see him a couple years le- like maybe three four years ago. I see him on the streets of New York, and I go, Jeff, how you doing? I, it's been forever, and he goes, It's Yuri. And I'm like, he, oh, back to he it. went back to it. It'd be funny if he had changed his name from Yuri <laughs> yeah, to Peter. American Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we had, you know, uh, Alan Fuchs. He's yeah. a stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and his last name is spelled F-U-K-S. Yeah. And, like, he changed it, and then he changed it back to Fuchs. Yeah. And got a nice little NPR <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I knew a there. guy whose last name was Slutkin, and he changed it to Suskin. Slutkin. Kids are fucking yeah. mercifulous. Mercifulous. I, I knew an that? actual... I that's knew, called a callback. In college, I knew an actual Michael Hunt. And I... You know, that's such a joke name yeah. that you're like, like, what was going on with his parents? Like, they, they just never had heard that. That has to have been around for decades, you know? But his name is Mike Hunt, you know? So, yeah. uh, But no, they... That's what he went by. Naming kids is surprisingly harder than you would imagine. Like I, it's easy. Like you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But like every name that I would pitch my wife, she knew some asshole with that name. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not easy to name a kid, but you shouldn't do shit like that. You know, and uh, like they're like people always get mad about like celebrities naming them like fucking North. Beep, boop, beep, yeah. And it's like yeah, beep, well, beep. 
Apple never fucked my best friend. So why yeah. do you think I'm naming like that's why people named that's like the inception for why people named yeah. inanimate objects. I don't I think you should I don't get the why we have to name the kid right out the gate. I kind of agree no, with I you. No, I agree with you too. I want to feel it, test out a couple things. I think mainly it's just like it, it would be more work for you cuz you'd have to be like uh like you I don't know. I think this is bait. And your friend's well, like, well, you how do I put leave, him in my phone? I don't phone? think you can leave the hospital without a name. Yeah. Because you have to wow. fill out the birth certificate that before you leave the hospital. To do quickly. You, you knew what you knew. Going we on. had four names. We had, so we didn't know what we were having. Uh-huh. And we only agreed on one boy's name. And we had four girls' names. What was we the boy's were, name? Not saying it. Okay. Um, you're not going to get it out of me. Um, my parents Holocaust, my grandparents Holocaust story shit. <laughs> this name. What were the girls' names? Um, Sophie, Hannah, Ooh. Lucy, love it, and uh, Charlotte. Maybe I can't. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, uh, yeah, Charlotte. I think it was Charlotte. And you're just gonna wait till you saw and be like, I mean, honestly, here's the here's the thing. Any if anybody's married. About or having about to have a kid, you don't have to be married to have a kid. But if anybody is about to have a kid and you're you're a husband and you really care about the name, you got to decide before the delivery because after your wife, you watch your wife work, fucking four or five hours to push this kid out of her vagina. Whatever she can have, whatever she wants. You know what I mean? Like if I couldn't at that point, she was like, "Well, I want to name her Hannah," and I'm like, "Actually, her name's gonna be." It's like yeah. I have no jurisdiction anymore. Yeah. Do you ever whisper to your daughter like, "Your name is Charlotte"? There are times where I look at her and think that she's not a Sophie. Uh <laughs> but I don't. But I. Th- it's just my comic brain. I think. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you have to like be like, "Is this my comedian brain or is this a normal human?" <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, let's go into our, our final our final segment. You better count your blessing. You better count your blessing. We've had we've had a great, very depressing episode. It got dark. I don't think it was overly depressing. It wasn't overly depressing. I mean, I guess maybe you don't understand how significantly terrible the Holocaust was. No, he's pro Holocaust. Jesus. You're pro Hitler. Pro believing in it. Pro believing in it. We that's the official stance. It that, happened. It happened. The official stance of the, the downside. downside. I don't I, care you know, what you think. I yeah. had my doubts, but then I talked to you today <laughs> yeah. and I learned some things. Um uh my blessing, I uh, it's very hot. You can feel it. I can feel it it's in my bones. Very hot. Uh there is a, a man who uh, uh is doing snow cones by my corner. Yep, Puerto Rico. Um uh he I get, it's a little bit strange, I get no flavoring, I like the texture of the ice, I like ice, I like how it melts, I like when you get to the second half of it, it's kind of slushy, and I like, it melts in my mouth. Why are you buying ice from a man well, on the well, street? Well, let me, further, furthermore, he, I, I say like, I'll pay the regular price, and he's like, just pay whatever you want, and I pay the regular price, usually, and uh, it reminds me, I went to a summer camp, and here's what I used to get, now this isn't as weird. I went to a summer camp, uh, like all boys, you know, archery and all this shit. I hated it. But there was a snow cone man there. I'd get snow cone with melted marshmallow on the top of it. So it'd be like plain ice with melted marshmallow on top. <laughs> oh, my and God. Was, I want to unplug the microphone and leave so bad. And I, what are you talking about? These are... This and, is not food. This is my blessing. And 
I I'd eat it with the spoon. It's like a wooden, you know. It's like a. I know we know like what spoons eight. are. <laughs> it's like a special like. Does it have a spoon. curve? Like, is it like a? <laughs> no, there's no curve. It's like the flat. It's like a popsicle stick type thing that you eat it with. Okay, we were wrong because we were both. In you were very wrong. <laughs> and uh, I would love to have the marshmallow, but even without the marshmallow, I really I love I love plain snow cones. I I even have a snow cone maker. Are they? It's called a lot of work. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Keep what going. You, yeah, snow cones. So that's my blessing that I'm really grateful for, and I. Uh, <laughs> I, what's yours, Russell? Well, it's also related to the heat. Um, so I feel like half the time I come on this, it, I am thankful for my neighbor, Barbara. <laughs> but I am thankful for my neighbor, Barbara. My heat or my air, air conditioning went out yesterday afternoon. Brutal. And it was uh, it was real hot last night, and we couldn't get anyone to come till today. So our neighbor, Barbara, she's like, I'm going into work anyways. You and my wife and my cat, we all went to uh we got to work in barbara's apartment today and be in the ac uh while ours is being ours it's not gonna get fixed till friday so we're like scrambling trying to find places to to stay between now and friday but barbara's letting us work and be in her apartment during the day what's her dj name she had a dj bj the dj bj the dj thank you barbara's you are the best neighbor in the world yeah you like know your neighbor very well she's like she's sweet she's She's lived in New York her whole life. She has crazy stories, um, and uh, I love she, old New York women. Oh yeah. So yeah. she she she's been lived all over the city. We're very sad she's moving out at the end of next month. Oh. Uh, but we've she's we've been in this building for five years with her. We hang out with her all the time. She's where's she going? She's moving in with her boyfriend, Barb Ooh. Barb and Ken, moving in together. Wow. Um, but yeah. It, do you think you'll stay? Do in they touch? do, do they understand that the connection of that, or you don't think so? Barb no, and they Ken. do. We've talked. We've talked okay. about it. Barbie and I don't know, you know, old. You people. think you're the first one to guys? Notice? Listen, you Let's fucking had marshmallow melted on <laughs> yeah. top of a snow cone. Oh, so you keep calling snow cone when it's just it's just ice. shaved ice. Okay, shaved ice. Sorry, the terminology. <laughs> if you put tomato sauce on a slice of bread, is that pizza? <laughs> I I think it could. You could. No, it's tomato sandwich. Bad. It's a bad. You know, a to, a tomato sandwich. It's a sauce. You think that was the second sandwich they offered your grandfather? They said, fine. It's just tomato <sighs> wow. on a piece of bread. Wow. <laughs> Bleep that out. Bleep it. Bleep the whole sentence. Yeah. Um, uh, Art Finley, do you have uh, something well, you're grateful AC for? Well, AC was going to be mine, but I'm, I'll pick a, I have a backup, okay? Great. Uh, my teeth. I'm, I, you take for granted your mm. teeth, okay? I had, to, I had to get a tooth removed, and... It's the fucking worst. It's the it was the worst experience. The healthcare, fucking dental healthcare, it sucks. And literally, they like I can't. I haven't enjoyed a meal in three weeks. I'm like terrified to eat. What was wrong with the tooth? It was dying. You know, mm. it would just it it wasn't. They tried to do a they multiple crowns. They were like, we're gonna we can do a root canal, but it might not work. I'm like just. Fucking yank it out. Yeah. And now I just have a, whole, a fucking gaping hole in Can my mouth. Can we see it? Sure. Right. It kind of looks like a vagina, what I'm told. All right. I've never seen a vagina, but. Uh-huh. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what your wife's pussy looks like, but that. I, what I would say is like, maybe like <laughs> when you have like a guest on and they have like a wife. <laughs> it's like, and you're like, you want to reference the guest's. Wife's vagina, which is fine, but like if you want to, you have to say vagina, yeah, right. Pussy, you don't, ha- you can't, so you definitely can't say pussy aggressive. for sure. Okay, like, because I don't think you've met her, which is yeah. fine, 
But like, yeah, you can't say someone to someone else's their wife's pussy. Yeah, I don't think you can say that. But like, we're friends, so like, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I'm not gonna judge you. I would you. not want you to say my wife's pussy. <laughs> yeah, you know my wife. And he's pussy. your cause. Yeah, we're like barely friends. Yeah, <laughs> you should have said wife's anatomy. Yeah, or genitals. Yeah. So you're thankful that your teeth have otherwise been. Good? Yeah, I mean, you take like you know when you're a kid. Like, I have to brush my daughter's teeth right now, which is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's not brushing. I'm just, like, feeding her fucking toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, you don't do good dental hygiene as a kid. You know, you're just, <laughs> feeding like... Feeding her toothpaste. I love that. Yeah. You're just giving her... Putting she, it she, like, I, I, she doesn't have the, like, A, she can't do it. But even, if, like, she can't pay attention for two minutes enough to for me to brush her fucking teeth. So I just get, hand her the toothbrush and she just eats it. She Not only does she eat the toothbrush, she bites the bristles off the fucking toothbrush. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So like when your whole childhood, you're just vaguely brushing your teeth. You don't really care. Sometimes you go to bed multiple days. You don't brush your teeth. You get older and they're just like, you have perfectly white teeth. You have great teeth. I'm just lucky though. It's so much genetics. Like, like there's part of like the brushing must only count for like 20% because I, I brush... If I'm being honest, this is kind of gross. We I'm a, I'm a night brusher. Before. I'm just a night brusher. You don't brush in the morning? Maybe once every... I probably brush 1.3 times a day average. How do you get the marshmallow-covered ice ah, off ah. of your teeth without brushing them? I floss every day, but like I've only had like little minor cavities, and I'm like, you know what? It I just has got to be good genetics. fucking teeth. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's just... I honestly think it's just the luck of the draw. You get whatever you're dealt. Well, I remember I had a tr- struggle. I had to get the electronic one where they said you're brushing too hard. And there was part of me like... I'm like, no. I, I, I can do it too hard now. This is during it. the CrossFit days? Just fuck days? all of this. During the CrossFit days, I'm yeah. just jamming it in there. <laughs> um, uh, well, I'm, I hope you're... Are you going to get a new tooth put in? I don't know. You know how much... What do you What do you think a new tooth costs? I, probably like between two and $3,000. 1500 Four grand <gasps> for one tooth. One tooth. So I go, I'm like, do I have to get it? And he's like, you don't have to get it, but you're going to have a hole in your mouth. If there's one tooth to lose and not replace, it's these two bottom back molars. Yeah. But what they are scared of is like the the top tooth that like would have met that one. If there's nothing to meet it, it could slowly start to like slide down, it, like just become like, Longer than all the other tooth, you know, like your toenails uh, or uh, your toe. Uh, get the fuck away from my feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think uh, at this point I'm going to get it. Fucking four grand. It's like how much my car cost. No, that's yeah. crazy. Wait till the next writing job. I mean, if that, I need to wait until I, I need to wait till I'm like second, third season WGA writing job. <laughs> um, well, uh, Thank you for joining us. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, you uh, follow me on TikTok. Very they, funny TikTok. You they, make great videos. They call me Ari. Ari spelled A H R I. And then uh, this is coming out uh, July thirteenth. July thirteenth. Okay, July thirteenth. I'm gonna be uh, July twenty third. I'm gonna be in Flemington, New Jersey, um, doing a set, a uh, long set there. And then August fourteenth, I'm gonna be at Soul Joel's. Comedy Dome so for cool. two shows. That should be great. August 14th with Bonnie McFarlane. Ooh. 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 Great comedian. Great comedian. Russell, anything you want to plug? Um, this will be after Uncle Function. Uncle, well, the next Uncle Function then. Uncle Function Friday, August 13th 
at Asylum NYC, 7.30 p.m. And uh, I'm headed to L.A. this Friday when it comes out. Uh, L.A., so if you're in L.A., look at my Instagram for some shows. And July 27th, that's a Tuesday, I'll be headlining, headlining, Tiny Cupboard, 9 p.m. show, doing an hour. So come on down. It's always tough to get in New York when you're doing like a big show in New York and it's like, oh, make sure you come to this one or see yeah. me 10 other times tomorrow. I know. I'm not going to promote these other shows that I really, really want to promote. I'm going to promote this other show that I don't want to promote because it's, I'm the one doing the long set. Someone yes. gave me, they were like, you didn't share the show on your Insta story. And I was just like, no one's coming to anything oh, in New York that guys, I watched Jamarco's um, Insta story, and now I want to come to every show this week. It's like no one has ever said No As, offense. No one's no, ever said that. Some people yeah. write me sometimes, and they're like, hey, man, when's your next show? You never say, they like intimate that like I never post about upcoming shows, <laughs> like, and I'm like, what all you are post. you yeah. talking about? It's Jeff about? Goldblum impressions and fucking comedy promotion. Yeah. That's it. That's your whole Instagram. I haven't done Jeff Goldblum impressions. I'm joking. The vice presidential debates. But like people like they bring me up on stage. They're like, this guy's just a Jeff Goldblum. And I'm like, I can never do this again. No. I'm I mean, stand by it. Because people just want to fucking put you in a corner. Mike Racine wrote me today. He said, I should do John Mulaney doing um, Bad who's bad Boys for Life, uh, who's uh, Martin Lawrence. He said you should do John Mulaney doing Martin Lawrence bits. John Mulaney doing Martin Lawrence bits. Like something like I don't girls, know Martin girls, Lawrence. You need to it. wash your ass. Wash your ass, ladies. That's a Martin Lawrence bit. Mm. <laughs> wash your ass. To me, yeah, honestly, the funny can, the, but the, 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 here's the thing. I like Martin Lawrence. I most people aren't going to know Martin Lawrence stand up. That's, that's the true. thing yeah. that you're going to run into. Do you know the SNL thing with Martin Lawrence? Do yeah. you know the SNL thing? No. He went off script for this monologue. Like the, he was banned from SNL because he was like at the peak of his fame oh, and he okay. was doing his monologue and he started going a bit about like ladies need to wash their asses and like they you can't even watch it now. Like NBC took it down. They're like, yeah. we can't even air yeah. this. But he got in big, big trouble. That's pretty badass to piss off Lord Michaels enough to get banned. Listen, I've done it. It's it's a hard thing to do. but. It's- <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was the downside. Again, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. And uh, uh, like Ari's tooth, we will one day all uh, be removed from this sad mortal coil. This is the downside. One, two, three. Downside.